Hello, hello. Welcome back to episode number five of the Flow Habit podcast. This is Dmitry Senikov. I'm your host, and I am here to help high achievers become powerful creators so that you can shift from the consciousness of having to force things into manifestation, having to work hard for all of your achievements and results, and instead get to the next level of flowing with your life attracting things with ease and dropping the responsibility of having to do everything by yourself and simply finding the relief that life is simply working with you and for you. In today's episode, we are going to talk about how to find your mojo as a high performer. This is the near and dear topic for myself because this is what in a way, I spent the last decade doing. I lost my mojo about in my early 20s because everything that I have been conditioned to go after in school, in university, with first job placement and career, there was a certain clarity of the ladder that I was climbing and then I had clarity and confidence and then once I reached, we can say not the top, top of the ladder, but once I reached high enough and I started looking around, I saw um, perhaps I wasn't going the right way, or at least not the right way for me. So all of the things that used to drive me, that used to motivate me, have lost their interest for me. And I can see how this is happening for more and more people, especially uh, most of the conversations I'm having, having with people around age 35 to 45, where you can say it's a midlife crisis, or the way I've come to see it is that it is simply a natural progression of our human being, uh, of our life, especially in our generation, that we actually need to shake up our life every seven years or so. And why that is, because you may have uh, heard before that our physical body, like every cell of our body, almost every cell, gets replaced every seven years. So, you know, the skin cells, they get replaced every day. And then our nervous system cells and brain cells, they get replaced every seven years or so. And that's why um, one thing is it's good that uh, it, it means we can grow out of wherever situation we're in right now that even our brain plasticity gets to shift and grow and change. And uh, it should give you hope that everything you're going through right now will shift. It's just a matter of time. It's it's uh, it's, a, it's not even a will, it's a guaranteed certainty because you know how they say, <laughs> the only certainty in life is change. And what that means is, the person who you were seven years ago is completely different human being, is a completely different body today than you were seven years ago. And of course, it would make complete sense that your interests that you had seven years ago would be a little different today. And yet, what happens, our minds want to hold on to the comfortable past, to all of the things we have achieved with our previous interests. And when we lose those interests, 
our minds get confused a little kind of what happened it was so much fun before and now i'm no longer excited about the things that used to excite me so this is the episode to uh, help you if you are going through some of those plateaus or even dips in your journey and to both give you a bit of a more clarity of what is happening that all that is happening for you is okay there's a purpose in all of this that uh fighting this is is only gonna prolong this period of uh, inactivity lack of clarity of lethargy um even you know the sensation of wanting to be lazy and how to actually help you find your module back and module in, in this case is really i'm talking about the beautiful life force energy that gets you uh, to wake up in the morning with excitement with aliveness so that you get to serve the world doing the stuff that you love make an impact have meaning and get to enjoy a bit more some of this experience that you've come here to to go through so why does it happen that we lose our module well especially as we are going through the transition uh, as a human species in general uh, you may recall that our previous generation uh, possibly our parents grandparents it was uh, okay it was a set standard that we finish school and then we go to a career and we work at the same workplace for 40 years until we retire and this is no longer happening that this way and you can if you are employing some of the new millennials and generation x or z or whoever the 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 younger guys are coming in you can see how they don't last long at any particular uh, position because they were not meant to they were meant to jump around try on different interests contribute in different workplaces and in different roles both to discover themselves but also to grow as individuals and when we lose this interest it is meant to be so so if we didn't assign any meaning or any weight to the impact of losing the interest to what we have used to be doing before with everything that we have achieved doing all that stuff if we don't have any meaning to it then we simply take on the role of being a student in life again and we go and start looking for what could be my new interest and if that's all we needed to do it would have been great right we we just okay this chapter of my life is closing i will need to close down this business i will need to leave this career and i don't know what i'm going to do next but i'm going to explore explore yet what happens <laughs> some sometimes uh, especially at a point when we have achieved good status good level of visibility good level of success our ego and in a way our thoughts and mind 
will want to keep that uh, status, that certainty, that, that level of achievement. We don't want to become students again anymore. And this is what is holding a lot of, of us back because, you know, how can I, the person with 20 year experience, become a student again? What does that mean about me, right? What does it mean about my sense of well-being, sense of self-worth? Does it mean like everything that I've worked hard for up till now is not worth anything anymore, right? We go into this psychological overwhelm in a way to try to keep, to hold on and, and stay attached to everything we've accomplished so far. And we don't want to go back to level zero. But this is exactly what I'm uh, both supporting uh, other people, other high-level achievers uh, in doing, and also seeing how life is gently pushing us forward into leaving and dropping all of the things that we have acquired so far, which includes the titles you have um, acquired, your talents, even the industries that you're in, all of the contacts and businesses. And you are simply losing interest. You could be losing interest. And I'm speaking here to specific uh, people in a situation where you did lose your mojo. You did lose your motivation to life. And now it's hard to get up in the mornings. You know you need to do a bunch of stuff. You know you need to answer the emails, make the calls, uh, create projects, work on creative ideas, but none of that is working. Creativity is no longer there. Energy is no longer there. The conversations that used to be fun are no longer fun. And you're thinking, what the heck is happening to me? And you might be looking for um, maybe medical interventions. Is this just a depression? Is this... Uh, really, the midlife crisis I'm going through, do I need to buy a new car? But really, what this is uh, doing is realigning and, in a way, removing the previous past motivations that were conditioned for us by somebody else. When we relied on an external authority, somebody outside of us, parent, teacher, boss, uh, public figure that we look up to somewhere on the internet, we have gone into that industry, into that job, into that business in order to achieve a certain outcome that was promised to us by somebody else, right? So somebody out there on the stage said, hey, guys, do you want to have this outcome that I have? Well, these are the steps that I took. So if you want to get the same outcome, go and follow these steps. And so we that's what we do. We... Um, forget <clears throat> how we feel inside and instead we focus on the outcome. So it's like climbing up the huge mountain. I want to get to the top of the mountain. I'm going to forget about the struggle and the pain that I need to go through on the path as long as I get to the outcome. And uh, this is kind of the phase where I, I would say our motivation is the outcome. Um, and this is the shift that's occurring for a lot of people, that the consciousness that was operating before simply 
being motivated by the outcome, by the money, by uh, getting to a certain point in, in our lives where we cash out million, five million, 10 million, depending what your number is. And then I will be able to relax and do what I love and spend time with family and travel around the world. And then I will feel alive. In a way, we put our life on hold right now for the next 5, 10, 20 years. And then I will start living. This is life happening for us right now to understand and realize that we no longer can afford the 3, 5, 10, 20 years of doing stuff we hate, we were never designed to do, it's not our talents, just for some promise of a great outcome because there are indeed um, confirmations and, and people who are selling companies and they're building wonderful startup uh, communities and companies and valuations. And we look at those examples and we say, ooh, I want to live just like that. And we don't even have a chance to connect within, like, is this the kind of life that I actually want to have? Is this the kind of day-to-day -day, um, challenges, processes, uh, tasks that I want to be involved in, in order to get to that outcome? When you see a person who is selling their company for, you know, hundreds of millions, you don't recognize that for 20 years they have been um, not sleeping well, they have had to um, act out of their nature and go against some of the key relationships, some of the struggles that, in, that, that they needed to go through. And they have achieved this result, not because they had to go through the step-by-step -step process, but it was simply because that was their journey, was their gift. They were good at designing those things that that company is, is running with. They were um, maybe good technically, creatively. Uh, they were good leaders and managers. They could manage the money. They could manage the resources. And that was their gift. And the mistake we make is that because the we want, in a way, our mind and also our conditioning, the way society has put, especially in the Western world, has put success, sales, you know, founder impact uh, at the forefront of what it means to live a good life, we think that this is how we need to be doing uh, living life as well. And we completely disregard our internal authority. How do we feel about waking up every morning and spending the time in front of the computer when all your body is screaming for is action activity, spending time outside, maybe, you know, working with tools, digging in dirt, uh, designing beautiful um, spaces. It, it doesn't matter what career you're in or, or what your interests are what your lack of passion and enthusiasm right now is saying is that it is time for a shift and it is time to start looking within rather than operating from some external authority 
some somebody else who who told you how to do stuff it is time to check in with what do you actually get turned on by in a way what turns your flame on and you could consider it to find your passion right but this is not the conversation i'm talking about this could be the simple little things that right now in this very moment my body is asking for me to just sit and relax and lean back on the couch and not do anything and our mind our conditioning the way we perceive ourselves in the world all of the shoulds and the rules that we have placed on our life is going to suppress this body's desire to relax not do anything in this very moment or instead the body might say i want to pick up the camera and i just want to go shoot birds in the trees out there outside and maybe i want to take the microphone and, and record how these different birds uh, are singing and maybe i want to connect with other guys who uh, can create an ai and potentially be able to distinguish which bird song is which bird type and whatever else may come from it this is just an example right now that's coming in that we are not letting ourselves step into our gifts and genius that would turn us back on would give us the energy would give us the module that is already always there is just we are covering it actively covering it whether consciously or subconsciously we're not letting our desires to come through we are actively suppressing it and this is coming from a very innocent um place that this is just the way we have been conditioned right as babies who were born we had no idea uh, what was going to happen and we had no conscious uh, control of or awareness of what sort of programs and worldviews we want to accept in, into our bodies and so we were programmed to behave to how uh, somebody out there expects us to do and and in a way our inner critic our inner boss and work driver that's like the worst boss ever uh, has uh, learned that this is probably the safest bet for us to survive for us to be liked for us to get love for us to be uh, not left alone and this boss at any chance of spark happening inside i just want to go and go down the hill and and with the with the kids in the snow our inner boss is like no you're not supposed to do that you're a grown-ass man or woman you're supposed to work you're supposed to achieve and especially that you don't if you're not seeing the results and it's so funny to speak with people at all kinds of different levels of income somebody who is just trying to make their first one thousand dollars a month they feel like they're not enough and i'm speaking with people who are making a million dollars and for them they have now bigger goals they want to buy that new um, warehouse for their business they want to invest into this new team that they think might take their business to the next level they want to uh, outsource the stuff that they no longer like doing to somebody else but that involves 
training and teaching and kind of all kinds of new, both energy, time, and money investments. And even million dollars, $10 million is no longer enough. And it's the same mental pressure that we feel that I can't afford to do what I enjoy because there's these things that are holding me back. And I smile with kindness and compassion. I get it. I've been there. Many people who have already been in my space for quite some time, already beginning to even hear themselves say, their mind says like, okay, I get it. I get that I'm supposed to flow with life. I get that I'm, I can do what I love. And that is actually the fastest path to my success, to seeing the, in a way, manifestation of results in the real world. But they can also hear all of these buts that their mind comes up with, the reasons why they can't do what they love. Because how can I stop reaching out to new potential prospects when I need my bills paid for the next month? Where else am I going to get clients if I stop doing the stuff that has been working for me before? but I no longer enjoy it. And, and so I can't. And so I have to keep on doing stuff that worked in the past that I no longer enjoy simply because right now at my level of consciousness, at my level of learning and understanding life, my mind doesn't see how else I can bring in the results that I want or that I have already been bringing or that others have told me is the way to get those results. And we are afraid. This fear makes complete total sense that not knowing how to do it instead, we're continuing to do it in a way that zaps, saps our energy. And especially in a human design, if you're a generator, and I'm talking to everybody really, but especially generators, there's we have inherent source of energy that is available each and every day and each and every morning. And even for me, as I, I was, was going through my own discovery journey of how do I get my energy level back and get my motivation back, it was really the discovery of where am I leaking this energy to right now? And... Oh, you wouldn't even imagine how much energy we're leaking to stuff we don't enjoy doing. We know we uh, hate doing, but our mind says we should. Or if it's not doing it, if you are a thinking type and a heady type like me, or like how I was in a way, like I, I may stay forever. It's just, if you love to overthink stuff, I found myself that my thinking is actually my gift in the moment. But before I was spending so much time in my head, so much overthinking, so much trying to control, thinking through all kinds of outcomes. If I'm just going to write an email, I need to uh, think through all kinds of scenarios. If I'm going to have a conversation and then I end up not sending the email, not making the call, uh, not having the conversation, you know how much energy that takes? 
I think um, there's some studies that uh, the brain takes about 70% of the energy that uh, we generate from uh, our food. I don't know the, the exact percentage, but I know for sure that um, people who have been injured, uh, there have been studies, and uh, I can look up some some links later on, where uh, people couldn't move, they couldn't exercise, but they needed to stay fit and they needed to lose weight, but they couldn't move anymore. So instead, what they were doing, they would exercise their brains, their minds, using uh, either logic, mathematical collations, just just brain uh, doing its stuff, and they were losing weight, not doing anything else, but really thinking. So this just goes to how much energy goes into trying to come up with answers, solutions, ways to go forward. We're trying to find this access to new creativity and innovation to new ideas by forcing and efforting the mind to come up with them. And this is where all of your energy that you wake up in the morning with a full battery, but even before you open your eyes, your mind is already on thinking, strategizing, trying to figure stuff out. And that went from my personal experience. And oh my God, how much energy that takes. So it is really not about how to find your mojo, but really how do you, how to find all of those things that are taking the energy away from you right now. And then having the courage, trust, and coming to a, a sense of knowing that when I allow myself to only do what lights me up is when life supports me the most. Because as I continue to do stuff that I hate doing, I don't love doing, that takes my energy away, the more I do that, I even feel like the squeezing of the throat my, uh, myself right now as I'm sharing this with you. It's like we are helping life to squeeze us out of this discomfort that in a way we are putting on ourselves to continue to do work that doesn't makes us feel alive. Right, so a way to find your module is to realize where am I leaking energy to? It is understanding that we have so many rules put on um, our shoulders as way of weight and responsibility that we should and we have to, and there's no other way. It is understanding that the mind has fear and protection around the unknown of what's going to happen if if I let all of this go. And especially if I let all of this go, what is it going to mean about me? And we're coming back to the journey of the first few podcasts where this is all happening for us to come to discover that inner spark of light and love that is already within us that have been covered by protection and mechanisms and coping that we now get to in a way to break through from within and this is a beautiful metaphor they're they're saying about the egg right the chicken eggshell 
if it's broken from the outside, the the chicken embryo dies. But if it's broken from the inside, new life is born. In a way, this is what's happening. Life is helping for this inner spark to break through like a little sprout from underneath concrete. So once you remove everything that you're leaking energy to, everything, all of the rules and shirts that are suppressing the energy that wants to come through, this concrete la layer that's keeping the little sprouts from coming through, then we come to discover the, these little sprouts that are actually <laughs> already, they want to come through. They, they have been sitting in the dark ground for a long time. They want to see the sun. They want to see the light. They're coming up. And away, there is no way that you can keep them down because it's just going to be more and more uh, frustrating to try to keep them down. It'll take even more energy until the mind simply gives up. And sometimes, or most of the time, this is the people that I see uh, come join my programs, come have conversations with me, even open up to listening such messages that the mind is on the verge of giving up. I can't handle this anymore. I need to find a different way. The stuff that has been working before is not working any longer. I have no idea how to make it uh, happen in the future. I need new ways of being, functioning, doing, thinking, all of these new ways. And this is, you're in the perfect place for that. So the way to discover this spark is... Uh, in a way that um, direct answer that uh, we get to cover that in our human design consultations that I love doing with people. It is your passport in a way, the body that you have and some of the purpose and mission that you have come in with to be able to discover what is actually lighting you up or should be lighting you up. Uh, which we have never been taught. And in a way, it's, it's actually, it's a new thing that's coming in for our entire collective that we're going away from making decisions with our minds, but to descending down into the body. And depending what type you are, it might be relying back to the intuition, the emotions, the body sensations, how things make you feel and begin listening to these by by also understanding that it is going to require to jump into the unknown that the mind fears so much and finds threatening in the moment. So in a way, the way to find your mojo back is to build the strength, build the courage to know that the unknown is actually supportive, that it is a good stuff is happening in the future, in the unknown. And that being curious, trusting, and have this sense of wonder and mystery about what's going to come when you begin to follow your desires, when your little spark inside turns into a kindling fire, and then it begins to burn in a good way, like shining light, like 
you will see it in your eyes when you're allowing that energy to come through again. People feel it. You have probably experienced the uh, conversations you have with people, the emails you sent. It is all encoded with energy and frequency of how you feel that day. If you feel low or uncomfortable, it will come through the text you write, the words you use. Even if you use the same words, people somehow will feel it um, unconsciously. And so this is how we get to help you to get your mojo back. It is really knowing and understanding that my financial situation, my level of comfort in life, my support that I see from people that is simply a reflection of how I view myself in the world. And in a way, it's a reflection of the light that is burning within you that you're simply seeing back in the mirror. So if right now you're seeing a little gray in your environment, in your circumstance, it is not about trying to shift the circumstance in a really hard, efforting, disciplined way, but it is going inside, seeing where are you actually leaking that energy, stopping the leaks, stopping the suppression, getting comfortable in knowing that this is actually the best pathway for you, right? And what makes you come alive is completely different from somebody else, from your neighbor, from your classmate, from your um, co-worker, from somebody else who is running the same competitive business that you are right now. They are designed differently. Their role is, their purpose is completely different from your role and purpose. And for you to begin to uh, relax the mind, coming back into the body to ask, what will feel the best for me to do right now or not do right now? This is the huge thing, the conversations we're having in our Flow Habit Academy with high achievers having the discomfort of having to wait for life to bring stuff to me because I got told I need to make life happen. I need to force things into creation. And it is very uncomfortable for the mind to do that. And also, it is not just a surrendered, submissive waiting. Instead, while you're waiting for life to organize beautiful opportunities, conversations, and projects, and ideas into your uh, conscious awareness, it is helping you train the muscle of doing what would light you up in the moment with the resources and circumstance that you have right now. This is simply a training ground because if you can't handle to do what you love right now, when you don't have too much responsibility or when you don't have, um, you know, a whole train behind you that is moving, it is much easier to start to learn and then grow this muscle to be able to do what it is that would make me feel good. Because when you do what makes you feel good is when the entire collective wins as well, because I love this quote. There's nothing more this world needs than more people who have come alive. When you are doing the thing that makes you feel alive, 
is the exact thing you're supposed to be doing here. This is when you will have the most impact to your clients, to your coworkers, to your projects, ideas, to life. And life wants you to feel alive. Life wants you to do the stuff that you love. And if right now you don't know what you love, another conversation I have with people as well is because we're trying to understand it, to figure it out with our minds. And I think I mentioned in one of the previous podcasts that try to understand how the orange, the fruit orange tastes or how the pineapple tastes. You can't. You can't figure out with your mind. You have to go out and try it and sample it. And so if you don't know what makes you come alive right now, it is simply the phase for you to start to drop into your body, into your intuitive senses, into your experiential senses, to learn to trust with curiosity of new experiences that they are going to lead you, yes, through an unknown path, but to something wonderful that is waiting for you. You're not here to achieve life according to a set structure of checklists and plans, but you're here to create your life as you go. And this creation happens when you follow the stuff that lights you up. So I'm I'm, I'm hoping this is giving you some uh, clarity of why, where your module actually went, why this is happening, uh, that there is a little spark of opportunity for you to dive deeper into this moment of why uh, your motivation and your sense of drive die down at the moment. It could also be that simply you're, you just need some rest and you're a little burned out and, and that happens too. And, and it's good to realize too that uh, maybe if I just take a break for a week or two, which your mind also needs to allow you to do, which it won't because it thinks right now that when you rest, then you're not worthy. But when you rest a little, new stuff will come. New sprouts will come about. New sparks will light up. So I'm curious what comes up for you. I'm curious about your current circumstance and situation you're dealing with life. I'm curious some of the challenging uh, struggles that feel like a dead end right now. That um, Let me know. Reach out on Instagram. Um, you know, Comment on the platform that you're listening this on. And when you're ready to get a little more support with this, feel free to join some of our programs. I look forward to supporting you on this journey, helping you feel more certain that you can be supported doing what you love in a way, in a very grounded way. It is making money doing what you love, but it's so much more. Support and abundance so much more than money. And that the past is just the way we have been conditioned. And you're here creating this new life for yourself and others, reprogramming, recreating, stepping into this higher level of consciousness, becoming powerful creator that you are, so that we get to experience, in a way, in this beautiful existence on the planet that they're even saying, we're creating heaven and earth. It's right here when we go through a bit of a 
the sludge and the dark forest and the mud and clean ourselves off from all of that. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon.